And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David came on Toya S.A. Burbank Podcast. We're S.A. Burbank, David came on Toya Podcast. The game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Don't make it up. Let's actually make some... And see, I came up with more... Not what we know, because we don't know shit. It's Monday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S.C. Burbank. This week, we've got plenty of stuff to talk about. Um, We're going to stay with our our scheduled routine. Our format. Yes. As it were. And what we're going to do, we're going to jump right into email. Okay. Because I went through and I got like... I think four good emails for us. Yeah. Well, very cool. Not so much us, more you. Oh yeah. I mean, you are the the star of the show. So. Oh yes. I have a star over my dressing room and everything. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go ahead. I've got my iPhone ready. I'm pulling them up. Okay. And <clears throat> this one. This one's more directed to me, but I thought it'd be funny just for okay. you to. Okay. Oh, I get to read them. Yeah, you get to read. Them. Okay. When are you going to change those goddamn advertisements in front of each show? Lovingly submitted by William. <laughs> it doesn't say lovingly submitted by. No. It just says William. Well, David, when are we going to? change those goddamn advertisers <laughs> in front of each show. I honestly don't have no plans on changing them, to be honest with you. I wonder if he means change or eliminate. If he, Maybe he's just tired of listening to the same one all the time. Well, see, there's a solution for that. I see he wasn't specific. Right. William, I'm sorry. Specifics help. Yes. But there is a solution. Either way, if you're just tired of hearing the commercials. Yes. Because, yes, I do understand we've been running for six months now. And same thing. Over and, yes. and over. Every single and episode for every single show. Probably is starting same. to piss off a lot of people, actually. Yeah, that's true. But there is a solution. Yeah. When you go to our page, jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast, pick any show that you want. Yeah. It says, listen ad free. Yeah. You click on that button, yeah. pops up. Yes. Higher quality bitmap, just a whole better show altogether. Uh-huh. 99 cents, click on it. It goes, welcome or enjoy this Jazel Modcast show. We have our intro theme, goes right into the show. Uh-huh. No advertisements whatsoever. So basically, for the price of a cigarette or a uh, Tootsie Pop, depending yeah. on your addictive level. Uh, one could listen to us ad-free. Yes. But we do have to do some advertising, William. I'm sorry. I hope you understand why. It's my fault. See, I wrote this crummy book. I'm trying to sell it. (laughs) And that's why we're advertising it all the time. See, if you'd buy it and get all your friends to buy it and everything, we might not have to advertise the book anymore. We could do something else in the beginning of each show that would irritate you equally. (laughs) <clears throat> Over a long period of time, of course. If we can sell 250 copies of, of my your book, book, yes, we'll change the ad. Yes, by God, you got a you got a deal there. If we and we're working on that, we're taking steps. Can I say we're taking steps yes. to get my book into the stores? Actually, you know, because it's like the odds of somebody stumbling onto my book at Amazon.com while they're there buying uh, erasers and. Uh, sex toys and whatever else they're buying from Amazon.com <laughs> are slim to none. So I said to David, we need to get this book in the stores. And whatever the hell you have to do to do that, do it. And so he is doing that. And so soon, at the bookstore near you, you'll be able to buy Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for dinner. Also, I should say that... Uh... After this show, we're actually going to work on getting, you know, finalizing and getting the book into yes, we are. the stores. Also, this week I spent several hours, Lacey can verify this, I literally rebuilt the ebook. And your yes. ebook, because it's all done in HTML coding, 
I went through all almost 300 pages doing the HTML coding, added new stuff, and that will be coming to the Kindle store near you. Aha! And for those special Prime, Amazon Prime members, you're going to be able to read the book 100% free. Only for Amazon Prime. Yes. That's just a nice little contract that Which we Which is just a little freebie there for you. So there's, there it is. We sell yes. neither, it, and it can be a combo of ebooks to print books. We sell 250 of them. We'll switch out with the Absolutely. New we'll change the ad for you, William. Thank you for your email. Now, I have to say, this one is my favorite one. Okay. When I read this, I was just excited. Yeah, Jay Zaman's What We Think. Good day, mates from Perth, Australia. Oh, I guess that's good eye mites or something. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sorry, I have a really crappy Australian accent. I love your show, Sadie. My mom and I listen to it on iTunes Australia every Tuesday. Can you give a shout out to my mom? Her name is Lauren. Thank you for all the free entertainment. And this is from. I hope I say it correctly, Petra, possibly Petra, P-E-T-R-A, in any case. And so, yes, Mom, hi, Lauren. It's great to hear that you're listening to me. That's uh, all the way from Perth, Australia. That's a, that's exciting because who knew, you know? I mean, I don't think I realized. Well, to be honest with you, I had to get on Google Maps and find Perth, Perth Australia. Yeah, it's on one of those coasts, isn't it? Yes. On the, isn't it on the far western, western coast, coast of Australia? Yes. See, I knew that. And there's this really long, long, long road through the middle of Australia to get to it from Sydney, say, <clears throat> or somewhere else. Yeah, I watch uh, National Geo. Uh, I, okay. I know all about that shit. But I think it's really cool that we have international listeners. I'm very excited about that, and I'm excited that you and your mum like to listen to us. I hope Mum understands about Americans and how nasty some of, <laughs> of us grown-up old lady Americans can be with our mouths. But that's you know she doesn't know now. She will learn if she keeps listening. Well, and I not think... all grandmas are like I am. I should say that's I'm sort of unique in that way. Lots of grandmas around here uh, in this country are gray-haired, knit a lot, and never swear. I don't have gray hair, even when it is my natural color. Uh, I gave up knitting a long time ago because I'm really shitty at it. And obviously, I swear. So, <clears throat> there you go. I'm a different kind of grandma. I'm sort of a 21st century grandma. Yes. I, I am a grandma. I do have two granddaughters. Beautiful young girls. But uh, that's kind of where my association with grandma ship ends right well also for the the what was it lauren lauren petra and petra i think within the first couple seconds of the show of what i say every episode in the beginning that should kind of set the mom should have caught on by now unless petra doesn't let her listen to that part (laughs) are you ready mom okay i'll turn it on for you and then when you get ready you just come on in and we'll listen okay mom you know i can hear that happening in their home but, um, and, and sadly, I don't really know, I'm not familiar enough with the name Petra, or as I said, maybe Petra. I don't know if that's a girl or a guy. I, I don't know. I haven't got a clue, but it doesn't matter. Whatever you are, we're delighted to have you. Yes, as, absolutely. As listeners, and hope some of your uh, Australian mates might also pick up on the whole thing. All the way to Perth. That's that blows me away. That's yeah. I, that, that's why I said that was that my is, favorite that one. Is, that is really totally cool. Yeah. Because I always kind of localize it. You know, I, I, I sort of think of it as as you know, I, I I try to think of our listeners as at least out of the state. Right. You know, but I rarely think of them as being in a whole other country somewhere, let alone that far away from here. That's a long drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a rather wet one as well. Yes. But I mean, even flying, it's a long way. I thought Liberia was a long air trip, and it was. But that's only the dude, halfway they had like 24 hour plane trip, you know, just to get there. 
Amazing. So, yeah, that, yeah. that was exciting. Cool. That's very, very cool. So, you made my day, Petra and Lauren. You made my day. So I hope you guys continue to listen. Um, when you guys get a chance, also, you, you can email and I'll read it back. I'm kind of curious. Now, did they come on to what we think, episode one? Or oh, were they from... There's, that's a good point. Did because they start one. with us in the beginning? Or have they just hooked up with us? And not that they would have missed all that much in the beginning. But um, it was a whole different format. We talked about lots of different things than we talk about now. Yes. Mostly um, uh, nostalgia and, uh, you know, days gone by and all that crap, which I find interesting. Some other people find interesting. A lot of young people don't necessarily find it all well, that interesting. Well, the interesting thing is, is when in Burbank is still getting downloaded. Even though we've stopped recording, oh Burbank, well, there, there you go. Well, recording. then maybe they list. They, they must be listening to Wynn and Burbank then. Yes. Hello, you just answered your own question. Well, I don't know if they particularly are listening to Wynn and Burbank, but I mean, well, if they, if it's still being downloaded, yes, is what we think getting down to them, or is are they still getting Wynn and Burbank? You, you no, know, no, I'm no. not making myself clear uh, with that question, but when, I think you know what I mean. Yeah, Win and Burbank is not in circulation. Okay. The only way that you can go and listen to Win and Burbank is if you go to the Jaiselmon website and download it. Oh, from I there. see what you're saying. Okay, okay. So broadcast-wise, it's no longer being syndicated. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Here comes email number three for you. Uh, this right. one kind of made me laugh. Okay. Uh, Sadie. Please, please, please don't split a show into two episodes. I had to go back and listen to part three to get part four. It just takes the fun out of it. So now you know what I think about your podcast, and that's from Michael Dean. Well, Michael, you have a really good point, and and believe it or not, uh, David actually told me about this This email email before I read it just now. Uh, because he said, you know, he was totally right. That was not a good thing for us to do, and we're never, 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 never going to do it again. No. So if we go over the hour mark, we'll we just go, go over, over the, the hour. hour mark. Yes, we're not going to split it. So, yeah. and for me, being the editor slash producer of the show, I'm the one that puts everything, all the content together. That is my fault. I apologize. There's That's, no such thing as fault. It's just, you know. Right. It seemed like a smart thing to do at the time. Oh, guess not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Live and learn. As we have said in the past, we are a work in progress. Not that that's necessarily an excuse, but it is a fact of life. And uh, and and that's why we asked for your feedback. That's yes. why we asked you to send us emails. Because unless somebody had said something, like Michael did, that... We would have known. Yeah, and, and, and fortunately he spoke up and possibly for thousands of other people who thought the same thing but didn't figure it was worth the trouble to email us about it. Uh, so we may be solving more than Michael's problem. We may be solving the problem of a lot of other people as well. So, as I said, lesson learned. We never, never, never going to do it again. We promise. Because it's not like we know what we're doing. No, <laughs> it sure months. isn't. <laughs> God knows we don't know what we're doing. So thank you for your, your comment, Michael. And um, I took this one into serious consideration. I actually went back, listened to episode four, and I agree if you don't listen to episode three, you're not going to have no clue Out in what, dark. what episode four in, is In about. the woods. So In the dark. Okay. Solution solved. Yes. Problem solved. Problem solved. Yes. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Last one. Okay. I'll just hand it to you. Okay. All righty. What we think podcast. Hello. Just a couple of thoughts to share with you guys. One, I think you guys should do... Wait a minute. The light's going out and I can't... I'm. See, this is why I don't have a smartphone. I'm not smart enough to use the damn thing. I think you guys should do what we think... Oh, wait a minute. I don't think that's... I'm reading there. I think you guys should do what we think about Hollywood stars and such. That's That's a cool one. And two, have guests on the show. I thought having Russo on the first show really set it apart from Wynn and Burbank. I agree with you. And we have a show coming up. Oh, there's more? Okay. Okay. We have a show coming up where uh, Lacey Montoya guests on the show, too. 
Uh, number three, keep it funny. You should ditch the serious stuff. Yes, I know, and that's my problem. I tend to get very philosophical and serious, and we're trying to fix that. <laughs> I'm not sure how we're going to do it. Maybe I should get drunk before every show. <laughs> I'm a hoot when I'm drunk. Uh, number four, keep the segments. You had that episode with no segments, and it felt like your old podcast. I'm not sure what one he's referring to, but you probably know. And then, I know it's not Monday night, but now you know what the fuck I think. LOL. That's very good. And is it signed? Let me see if I can... Yes, it is. Love, Jamie Patterson, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Jamie, we have no idea whether you're a guy or a gal, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, Kelsey, I know Jamie's of both sexes, so there you go. Uh, but all of your points are really super good and, and helpful. Uh, I do like the idea of doing the Hollywood stars and and such. As oh, it's 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 easy. Jamie it's, says it's easily done because you can make fun of them without even really trying. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, they're funny anyway. Uh, having guests on the show might be a little trickier because we don't know anybody that likes us. But uh, no, that's not true. We do know people that like us. We don't know anybody that likes us that would come out here and do a podcast right. with us. Well, that and we would have to kind of work around. Not only, because even though I open up and say every night, you know, every episode is Monday night, in reality, it's not Monday. Yeah, it's really. Just, it's, a, it's a catchphrase that I, I started and I'm using Monday. I kinda, right. But sometimes I have to work around your schedule and Ernie's schedule. You have to work around my schedule. Right. Right, and then and then we have a guest. We got to work around their, their schedule. schedule, so it might be difficult. But we can, we, if we can think of anybody that'd be cool to have, we'll we'll invite them. Absolutely, absolutely. And then keep the seg or no, keep it funny. Right, the, ditch the serious stuff. We're working on that. Honest, we are. <laughs> it's hard, but we're working on it. Uh, keep the segments. You had that episode with no segments, and it felt like your old podcast. Do you know what? Jamie's referring to there. The only thing I can think of, because as of right now, as of this recording, there's four episodes up. Uh huh. And episode three and four had segments. Episode one had segments. So the only thing I can think of is episode two, I think. Maybe we didn't have segments. Maybe we didn't have segments. But you have to remember, Jamie, is that that was recorded back in May for one. And that's going to be our second podcast coming from Winter Burbank. So it's, it's, how do I explain this? We still wanted to go back into the routine of Winter Burbank because we did 20 weeks of Winter Burbank with that type of routine, with that type of... We sort like, of slipped back into right. it rather than wanted to. And then in episode three, we went back into the segments. Episode four is, is the split, you know, which um, I think Michael, was his name, said something about it. And right, episode not- five, we did, we had segments... No, episode five is... I'm trying to get this all right in my head. Well, we did one with my uh, with my wife, Lacey Montoya. She finally sat down and did an episode. And there was no segments in that one, uh, just because I wanted Lacey to get comfortable Oh, talking. that was when she and I went off on uh, whatever the hell we were talking yeah. about. What were we talking about? Oh, it doesn't matter. So, there was no segments in that one. Yeah. Maybe um, that's the one Jamie's referring to. She hasn't heard it yet. Oh, well, then that, maybe Jamie's not a she. Jamie could be a he. I'm sorry, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very true. Jamie could be a he. That's very true. Could, in fact, it could be Jaime, not even Jamie. Ooh, that's true, too. Yeah, so there you go. We're doing the best we can with limited knowledge here, okay? <laughs> Anyhow, we are definitely paying attention to what you're saying, Jamie, and, and yes, we are... Working towards A, getting funnier, B, having more uh, entertaining su- uh, subject matter, and we'll work on getting guests in and staying with the segments. Yes. Speaking okay. of segments, it is now time to move on. Every yes. week now, we take a look at you know great people that have passed away yes. in the week, yes. uh, and we call it best saying goodbye. Yeah. This week, there were several, but I, I felt that there was one in particular that was more noteworthy 
than the other ones of trying to explain who they were. And unfortunately, because I was a huge Soprano fan, I, I watched a lot oh, of Soprano. There you go. Okay. Yeah. And this week, James Gandolfini yes. passed away while he was at a film festival in Rome. Yeah, at too young an age. Yes, he was only 51 years old. Um, and, and from what I get out of the information that's being provided, they were going to kind of give him an award. They were going to play some clips from other really? movies and oh, stuff. Really? sucky. And, and it was the night before. Oh, man. And Didn't even get his award? No. Oh, that sucks. And, but the worst part about the whole situation was is that his teenage son is the one. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Well, what can I say? It's he, hard, to, hard to keep humorous at this point. Right. That's, that's a sad situation. Um, and for those people, by wild chance, that actually don't know who James Gambolfini is, he is... Uh, he, was. Or he was famous for playing Tony Soprano in The Sopranos. He was the main honcho. He was the main bad guy. And he was one of those characters that even though he was a bad guy, you found yourself, because he was such a lovable character, you found yourself rooting for the oh, bad guy. And, mm-hmm. and there was many uh, episodes where he was with his uh, shrink and there was lots of comical dialogue back and forth. I personally enjoyed the show, and though, unfortunately, I never met the gentleman, I actually felt like it was a personal loss when yeah. I heard that he passed Well, away. and I read somewhere, someone said of his acting skill that he was a genius, and, and, I, and I think they based that was based largely on the fact that he portrayed his, his bad guy persona in the show in, in such a way to create the, the reaction that you have. Uh, from it in terms of uh, he was a bad guy you rooted for and, and that sort of thing. Right. So. And it wasn't like he he was like a shade of gray. He was just a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. But he, he delivered it so well that... You know, I, think, he, I think maybe people forget that bad guys are people too. That's true. Um, according to TMZ, uh, some of the other things that Gandolfini uh, was famous for and he made appearances in was Get Shorty in the 90s. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's a good movie. The Mexican, which I believe is a Robert Rodriguez film. Okay. And your your favorite pet peeve movie, Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, I have no problem with Zero Dark Thirty. I love that movie, by the way. That was out-fucking-standing. That was a great movie. Well, I really dug it. The name. Yeah, well, because my brother was in the Navy, and I clearly remember him saying the phrase, Oh, Dark 30, repeatedly. <laughs> and, you know, what are you, when, when are we going? Oh, we're going to get up at Oh, Dark 30 and go, and stuff like that. And so, but as I told you at the time, it's kind of hard to, to title a movie Oh, Dark 30 and have that work in print and, right. and because... It's, so Zero Dark Thirty works better for that. And my brother may have been the only person that said Oh Dark Thirty. I don't know. It's just what I grew up with and heard a lot. Well, I didn't grow up. Well, yeah, I did. My brother is five years older than I was. So by the time he was in and out of the service, I was still a kid. Right. Um, Gandolfini, it was survived by his wife, Deborah Lynn, who gave birth to the couple's daughter, October 2012. That was just last oh, year. Uh, he also has a teenage son from a previous marriage. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. So for Mr. Mr. Gandolfini, he will be missed. Um, oh. He will largely be missed, especially by the the Sopranos group, because I know that they were pushing to try to make a Sopranos movie, you know, big screen movie. Okay, so we're moving, mo- away, moving from... away from the sad and, and getting into the comical. Uh, another episode, or not episode, but another segment that we do every week is called The Helping Hand. And usually what it is is because Hollywood's elite is normally brought up for bad issues. You know, this person's coked out or this one's done something stupid or streaking across, you know, Broadway, you know, butt-ass naked. So I figured, let me look every week to see if I could find something good. Um, 
you know, just because, just because the general stereotype of all Hollywood is is bad, you know, is not necessarily true. Oh, all anything isn't anything. So anyway. with this week's helper, we find who was actually one of my absolute favorite actors in the entire world, Robert Downey Jr. is this week's I like helping Robert hand. And this actually comes from the Telegraph, which is in the UK, big popular newspaper. Uh huh. Uh, and it was June fourteenth, two thousand thirteen, written by Chris Irvine. And the article says Robert Downey Jr. has confirmed that eighteen eighteen month old boy who burst into tears after being told he was going to meet Iron Man, only to meet. The man who portrays him. <laughs> Heather Dino took her son, Jackson, to watch filming for Robert Downey Jr.'s latest film, The Judge, in her hometown of Sunder Sunderland, Massachusetts. Downey, who portrays Tony Stark in the successful Iron Man and Avenger franchise, spotted the little boy and went over to say hello. Miss Dino told Jackson that Downey Jr. was Iron Man. Confused because of the lack of the trademark metallic red and gold suit, Jackson burst into tears. The actor put a comforting hand on the boy and calmed him. Miss Dino said that uh, Robert Downey Jr., also known for his portrayal of Sherlock Holmes, was a sweet and nurturing, and she could tell that he was a good father. <laughs> He was there for 10 minutes just to get a good picture and make Jackson smile, she said. And his people kept telling him he had to leave and was late for shooting. So I can't believe he stayed. So, and that was just... How old was the kid? 18 months. That's like telling Zoe Mickey's coming. Yes. And then have some guy walk in with his Mickey suit out in the car. <laughs> Here's Mickey Mouse. No, man, that ain't that mouse. So, oh, well, anyway. And it, I thought it was cool because he could have just like, fuck it, I'm he gone. Could, he could have blown it off, yeah, and he didn't. That's cool. That's a good thing. And okay, so one one for the stars. Yes. One for the stars. Now, as we move away from the, the helper into... The helping the, hand. Yes, the helping hand into the headlines. Good God, I can't believe I'm about to do this. <laughs> This week in the headlines, yeah. it's all about uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Kanye. Kanye. Kanye West. Oh. I was close. Yeah. They sprouted a, a little girl. Yes, they do. Well, this week, they went public with the child's name. Oh, good. What'd they name her? The <laughs> child's name... Now, is, be careful. You don't want to insult anybody. Be careful what you say. The child's name <laughs> yes. is North West. North West. Yes. Two words or one? West is the last name. Oh, yeah. Kanye West. Uh, and the first name is North. North. That's kind of interesting. No. No. I, no. Think, no, I think no. that's interesting. I think it's interesting. They named a child a direction. Do you know anybody named Savannah? Sure. Mom got knocked up in Savannah. Come on. <laughs> give me a break. You know, and, and of course, uh, what's her mom's name? Chris Jenner? You yeah. Know, she's already pimping the child out. The child's not even, what, two weeks old. She's already getting pimped out. Next thing we know, we're, we're going to find out that the child's going to have their own line of, like, perfume. And it's going to be North by Northwest. Oh, I like that. I like that. Oh, I wonder if they've thought of that. Probably. Uh, probably. <laughs> Maybe why they named it Northwest. I think it is a girl, by the way. It is a girl. Yeah. Um, North. Come here, North. How do you nickname that? Northy? Nor? Nora? Maybe. North no. Northy. I like Northy. Well. That's weird. People like me, North? yes. People like me that just like. Now, don't get me wrong. I like 
unusual and unique names. My kids' name, Jaden and Zoe. They're very, very unique. Very but there is no way in hell I'm going to name my fucking kid a direction. Where are you going, North? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about you. I mean, go fucking North. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our ebooks for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at name my kid in a direction. I'm sorry. It's kind of like naming it up. Yeah. <laughs> or down. Not to pick one over the other, necessarily. So, they're interesting enough. Go figure. There's more intelligent people in the world. More people like me that had the same reaction. Like, what the fuck are you on? And so there's a lot of, like, not hate mail, but they're getting a lot of Ration of shit, yes. They're getting feedback over their decision. Well, Rob Cardassian, and I, I believe Rob Cardassian is, is the gentleman who started his own sock empire. Um, hey, you gotta start somewhere. It, well, he's happy. In the news, in the headlines, you know, of course, uh, Northwest is born the name. Everybody's kind of up in arms about the name, how fucking stupid it is. I do it think is. it's kind of funny, I have to say. It, it, it's it's going to cause problems for this child. Oh, yeah. Having the natural name that I have, which is not, as you all probably know, Sadie Burbank isn't my given name, okay? 
My given name was a real PIA when I was a kid. In fact, it still is because I have a two-word unhyphenated capitalized first name. <laughs> and nothing in this country works that way. No. Forms, papers, even you go online and try to type in two words for a first name and they freak out. You can't do that. And no hyphens either, Roger Rabbit. You know, okay. So anyway, just speaking from personal experience, I'm telling you, this kid's going to have a little bit of a problem. Yes. You know, people are not going to believe her. They're not going to think her name is really North. Her teachers are going to give her a hard time for being insolent in school. Just trying to offer some suggestions of why they might want to give her another first name and have her middle name be North. Well, here's my thing, too. But if they do, it'll be a bad one. It'll, yeah. It'll be like North by Northwest or something like that. But here's so. my thing is... Well, again, her mom being Kim Kardashian, why didn't they say South? Because that's what Kim Kardashian's popular for is going South. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Okay, let me read this real fast. Okay. Rob Kardashian defends Kim Kardashian's baby name, Northwest. It sounds cool. I do think it sounds cool, but it's not. At the same time, it isn't a good idea. <clears throat> The, oh, oh, and this is uh, this is from U.S. Weekly, and it's from June 26, and it doesn't have a, the writer's name. I wouldn't want to put my name on the right, you know, if I have to write an article about Kardashian. <laughs> it says, "Haters gonna hate." Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have been mocked for naming their newborn baby girl Northwest, but Kim's brother Rob for one, is a fan of the unusual moniker. And, of course, this, the decision to stick to their guns. Um, phoning Ryan Seacrest at KISS FM radio show on Wednesday, June 26, the proud uncle defended his sister's controversial choice and said that he thinks the name is cool. His quote, I told Kim and Kanye this, I'm like, yo, people, are you always going to talk, whether it's good or bad? There's always going to be haters. But do... <clears throat> Sorry, I'm trying to read this with a straight face. But do what you guys feel. He revealed to Seacrest, who produces a family's reality show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> That's a oxymoron. Yeah, there. really. Family show? Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, everyone's going to say, oh, you're coming up with some weird celebrity crazy name. You know how it is. But, Northwest, it sounds cool, he added. And North is the highest point. So it has a lots of meaning. <laughs> okay, well, here's, okay, here's, here's <laughs> for me, the bottom line. Okay. It's her kid. That's true. She can name her kid any fucking thing she wants, in my opinion. It's her kid. If you don't like it, don't, you know, it's like watching TV and going, I hate that show. Well, change a fucking channel. You don't want to know what the kid's name is, ignore the kid. It's cool. Like I said, if you got knocked up in Savannah, your name, your kid's name got to be Savannah if it was a girl. Hopefully not if it was a boy. <laughs> Uh, on the other hand, if you got knocked up in East Uterus, Ohio, would you still name the baby East Uterus? Probably not. Um, there are a lot of places where people have done that. Okay, if you want to, if you want to get carried away, what about names like Sunset and Summer and 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 Autumn Breeze and Moonbeam and shit like that? Some of them came out during the 60s, and some of them not so much. But I just, it's kind of, it's its a very personal kind of thing to me, you know. And if they if they want to name their child something she's going to have to deal with the rest of her life, that's their problem. What do you got? Oh, uh, Lacey actually found the birth certificate. Oh, of, okay. Of, uh, of said infant. Of North by Northwest. We'll just call her that, because I think that's a lot better. Yeah, what about... Norwegian names. You know, I mean, they got like a whole different name thing. 
In fact, wait a minute, was it Norway that I read that they got a thing about how you name your kid? Yeah, what was it? We that? did an episode on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't Norway. It was like Greenland. Yeah, Greenland. Yeah, because they got a certain amount of names you can choose from, and that's it. And I thought that was very strange. But it's working for them, you know. Uh, it, it's funny because we used to know a lady, I, I, I remember her fondly, so I'm going to say her name uh, because I'm not talking ill of her in any way. She's a dear soul. I hope she's still with us. Her name is Juan Shula. Very unusual name, but not unheard of in the past. But she introduced herself by saying, I have a real unusual name, you know, thanks mom, and that kind of thing. In her, when her parents were naming kids, people did that. Years and now, years. Now, what and was years, the name? Her name is Juan Shula. W A N S H U L A. Juan Shula. But see, here's the point I'm trying to make is they, people years and years and years ago, they used to make up names. You know, we think that now we think it's unusual that people make up names for their kids. Uh, but that isn't true. It isn't unusual. It's just that for a while we got into the David and John and Bob yeah. routine. Well, two, name, two names of those are names of my sons. But, uh, you know, uh, Barbara and uh, Mary and Linda uh, kind of did get overused. And, and people wanted to establish their, like, identity. And the only thing I had trouble with was not what they named their children, but the way they spelled it. Because people would spell, they, they, they still do, they're into this whole cute thing of spelling Susan. But what bugs me is if, if, if somebody names their kid, let me see if I can come up with one. Um, okay, let's say Suzanne. And they spell it S-O-O-Z-A-Y-N-I-E. I was taught phonetic spelling, okay? I can I can pronounce any word I've ever whether I've ever seen it before or not, because I learned phonetics, alright? So I look at a name like that and I try to pronounce what's written. And it doesn't come out Suzanne. It comes out Susani, Suzani, Suzani, whatever. And then they go, it's Suzanne. And well, fine, but it fucking doesn't look like Suzanne. If you're gonna, if you're gonna name your kid something ordinary, and you want an unordinary—is that the right word? Yeah. Unusual spelling for it. At least observe phonetic rules, so that because you can do that and still spell That's somebody's name. name. But sadly. Some of the people doing that don't have the training in phonetics that I have. And so they don't understand the syllabic... That's right, syllabic, syllabic. They don't understand that certain syllables are spelled a certain way. And if you spell certain syllables a different way, they may or may not sound like you think they're going to sound. And just because you spelled it that way doesn't mean it's going to sound that way when someone pronounces it. So be prepared, you know, because it's like when we got the email from Petra, it's spelled P-E-T-R-A. Well, my pronunciation Petra sort of comes from my association with the word Tetra, which I am familiar with. However, I have training in Spanish, so it could be Petra. And on top of that, it could be Petra, for all I know. So I would expect someone with a name like that to be understanding of a total stranger's inability to get it the first time out the, the bat because never having seen the word before, I'm just having to go by my phonetic training. Oh, that's Our, a good idea. Swinging back to the Cardassians. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Staying online. Um, here is the official statement from Kim Cardassian. This is... Oh, about Baby North. It just freaks me out all the time. It's scary. 
after a difficult pregnancy. It's just really painful everywhere. And a dramatic preterm delivery. Kim Kardashian is now in baby heaven with daughter Northwest. My new motto, happy mommy, happy baby. Kim's new life as a mom is revealed in Us Weekly, including the E-Star's biggest shock about motherhood, that she's actually a natural. I feel myself getting really protective. A source close to the new mama tells the magazine out Friday, breastfeeding is working for her, and she already feels she has bonded with Nori. Fitness trainer See, Tracy Anderson adds that since Kim's nursing, she's not dieting. And Kim's longtime friend, Robin Anton, says that little Nori, who was born five weeks early, at four pounds, 15 ounces, is beautiful, and Kim keeps telling her how much fun it is to be a mom. You just have to roll with, uh, you know, what God gives you. As for Daddy Kanye, who is currently crashing at the Jenner home along with Kim and the baby, the magazine reports that he holds Nori all the time and doesn't leave her side for more than an hour. He's a great guy. But, according to Us Weekly, he's not changing diapers. I think our name will definitely probably be unique. About choosing Northwest, apparently some families members questioned the unusual name, but Uncle Rob was not one of them. Kim's brother spoke up on Ryan Seacrest radio show today. I told Kim and Kanye this, I'm like, yo, people are always going to always gonna talk whether it's good or bad, and there's always going to be the haters, and just do what you guys feel. Northwest, sounds cool. North is the highest point. The highest so point. I, I mean, it has a lot of meaning to it. <laughs> uh, at least in his mind. That's yes. That's, uh, int I'd be curious to know, and they didn't say, I was hoping they would. Whose idea was it? Have, has anyone said yet whether it was Kanye's idea or hers? It was Chris Jenner. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I don't no. know. I just, idle curiosity was there. I'd be, I'd be curious to know. But see, now she's, is, they're calling her Nori, and that solved one problem, because I was like, how, what are they going to call her, Morphe? But Nori, that's kind of cute. It's seaweed in Japanese, but that's okay. You know, you can't go too far with that. I mean, good right. God, you know. Like I said, it's it's her baby. It's her it's her thing. If she wants to name her kid Dirt, she can name it Dirt. Yeah, that's true. I mean, really, you know, I, they, think I think it's kind of cute. Northwest, I think you know, like, cute insofar as it's clever. I think it's clever. I do think it's going to cause problems for the kid later on down the line. But they might get by it with just calling her Nori. And, you know, the kid, and who knows? You know, by the time that kid's in school, there are probably a thousand other kids named Nor. You know, because a lot of other people are going to go, Well, by God, I can do that. I'll name my kid North or West or East or South. <laughs> uterus or whatever you know and so they will and that's okay more power to you guys go for it now staying on the headlines but we're going to change directions a little bit anybody that followed us on Wynn and Burbank will reflect and will remember the the conversations multiple conversations that we had about the great 20 debate oh yeah yes and after many months of not enjoying the creamed-filled heaven, delight. <laughs> we now know the ultimate fate of yes. Twinkie. Yes, we do. And S. Sadie Burbank. Yes. Has that info. Candace Choi from the AP Associated Press. Uh, her headline is. Quote, sweetest comeback, unquote. Twinkies to hit the shelves July 15. Twinkies are coming back. Hope Hostess is betting on a sweet comeback for Twinkies when they return to shelves next month. This was printed in June. Well, this is June. Hello. Well, it's not June. It's actually, what, August? The listener? Well, anyway, whenever the hell it is. Twin <laughs> Twinkies. Twinkies are going to hit the shelves in July. Uh, the company that went bankrupt after an acrimonious fight with its unionized workers last year is back up and running under new owners and a leaner structure. It says it plans to have Twinkies and other snack cakes back on shelves starting July 15. I'm not going to read the whole article. It's quite lengthy, but you get the point. Twinkies, <laughs> you know, and my uh, youngest son said, They'll do something the world cannot get by without Twinkies. 
I just that's and they just, did. I'm just quoting. Okay, and yes, they can't, and yes, they did. They can't keep you down. Think, is, it, is it? Can we do this one too? I was actually that you set me up. I was going to say since you brought up products, <laughs> but you did that purposely. Okay, I did the math on this one. Okay, for and I don't know if 99 cent stores. 99 cent only stores right. are all over the country or not, or even more so outside this country and in other countries. I doubt that. I kind of do too, but if you live near or have visited a 99 cent only store, I have a complaint that I would like to lodge against them. And my complaint is this. They have a sign at the entrance of their store, and it says, All prices will be rounded up to the nearest dollar. Okay? Okay. When you go into the store and you buy an item, it's on a shelf, and under the item is a sign that says, Only 99 cents, or sometimes less than that. Sometimes they do have things that are less. Uh, sometimes they'll say two for 99 or 69 cents or three for 99. But according to them, there's nothing in the store priced more than 99 cents. That's their claim to fame. Okay. But remember, there's a sign at the door that says all prices will be rounded up to the nearest dollar. So when we went the other day to the 99 cent store, which I do like, by the way, I frequent them. Um, I noticed when the young lady was ringing up our items, and it's all automated, you know, it goes bing across the zip or the barcode detector, you know, bing, and, and it really does make that funny sound, bing. Um, then it goes on to the computer screen, which you can see if you look, and it says uh, one cucumber, uh, and it says point nine nine, and then it rings it up. At a dollar. And I said something to my husband. I said, what is that? How come it says a dollar? It's supposed to be 99 cents. And, of course, typically a male, he's going, ah, oh, never mind. Shut up. It's only a it's only another. And the, I said, that's not the point. The point is it's a fucking 99-cent store. <laughs> it should be 99 cents. So, and every single item that was rung that had been priced at 99 cents rang up as a dollar. Right. And except for the four items we bought that were 69 cents. But now, rounding up they to a rang, dollar. And they though. rang up 70 cents. Okay. Okay. Now, let me let me continue. All okay. right. So we get the, the receipt and I had I I did the math. We had 24 items at 99 cents. Right. Okay. That comes to $23.76. We had four items at 69 cents, which totals $2.76. The combination of those two totals is $26.52 before tax, license, and dealer's prep. However... The subtotal on my receipt is twenty-six eighty, not twenty-six fifty-two. The difference being that one little extra boom that they did to put it up to a dollar. And I say, if it's a dollar, then it's a dollar. If it's ninety-nine cents, it's ninety-nine cents, not point nine 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 nine, which is the way the receipt shows it. See there? The receipt. Each item that's rung isn't rung at 0.99 cents. It's rung at 0.999 cents, thereby allowing it to be an, a number that can be rounded up to $1. But 99 cents or 0.99 is not a number that is entitled numerically, mathematically, to right. be rounded up another fucking penny to a dollar. So I say if they're going to charge 0. 0.999 cents, did I have that right? 0. Yeah. 0.9999 cents. If that's how much they're going to ring up something for, then every item in the store should be price marked. 0. 
0.9999 cents, not 99 cents, because 0.9999 is not equal to 0.99. No, it's not. And their name is wrong then, because it says 99 cent only store. It should be 99.99 cents. Exactly. Exactly that. Lacey's got something she called up on the computer. <clears throat> now, while we were talking, Lace went and checked the it's 99centonly.com and it's the pricing policy. Effective September 21st, 2008. After more than a quarter of a century of holding the line on prices, inflation has caused 99 cent only stores to now add a charge of 0.99 cents. 0.99 of 1 cent onto the base unit price for the merchandise. And we want to clarify how our 99 over a hundredth of a cent pricing works. First, we want to emphasize the price we charge for the item we sell will appear in a total form on the register display before purchase is made. This is the price that will be charged for the total purchase. If our customers do not believe this price is correct or do not wish to pay it, they do not have to complete the transaction. We are committed to making sure that no transaction is completed unless and until the price is acceptable to our customers. When the final price is tallied and displayed on the register, please know, please know you have the opportunity not to complete this transaction. Once the purchase is made, you have, the, you have agreed to the purchase price, and so it is important for the customers with any concerns or questions not to proceed before transaction is made, i.e. before payment is made. To put it simply, the price that appears on the register is the total price we are charging, with applicable tax added, and the items you have selected. If you complete this transaction and pay this price, you are agreeing to the price for the item selected and present for purchase. Well, that's all well and good, but like I said, then don't call it a 99-cent-only store. I agree. And I mean, they may as well call it a 50-cent-only store. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, when you think about it, because it's it's not 99-cents-only and it's not 50-cents-only. It's .999. And besides that, how many of us impoverished people have to go to the 99-cent store to make ends meet? read stuff like that on our computers before we go shopping. That's and true. of course you don't have to complete the transaction. What kind of bullshit is that? You don't have to complete the transaction. Well, you don't ever have to complete the transaction. Of course you don't have to complete the transaction. Huh? Okay. Now, the next piece is single purchase of item group or sell at base price. For example, 2 for 99 cents. Listed price, 99.99 cents per quantity greater than one. Actual purchase price, $1 for all items. But they don't list that. It says 99 cents. That's the price on the, on the shelf underneath the product. 99 cents. And I'm sorry, folks, but 99 cents isn't a fucking dollar. No. It's 99 cents. I agree. And I know that the difference between what I paid of twenty six eighty and what I should have paid at twenty six fifty two is not major. I don't think I've not for one minute do I think it's major. That isn't my point. My point is call a spade a spade. And I didn't mean that in any other way except call a spade a spade. Right. If it's ninety nine cent only, it's ninety nine cent only. If it's point nine 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 nine, then call it point nine 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 store, <laughs> and put point nine 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 prices under all the products, which they won't because that costs them money to do. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, so they're they're saying that. Since 2008, they've had this huge financial burden that they've carried because they didn't round up everything. Another, 
Come on, give me a break. You just figured out a way. It's like gas prices. How much is gas today, honey? Three seventy-eight and nine tenths. How much was it yesterday? Three seventy-eight and nine tenths. Right. Well, then it's three seventy-nine, isn't it? That's the way I figure it. But no, see, I'm sorry, but that crap they put on the computer about why we do things is bullshit. That <laughs> it's just pure. You, you want to know what the fuck I think? That's what the fuck I think. Okay? And again, it's not the money. That is 20 some odd cents or whatever. That isn't the issue. And the fact that they've got a little sign on the door that says they're going to do that. I didn't even see that until I got in the car and I was bitching and kissing and moaning about it. And my poor husband sitting there going, yes, dear, or whatever. Shut up. Pay the dollar and go, you know. And I see the sign on the, on the building. And it says, we're going to do this. We're going to bend over, pull them down. We're going to stick it to you. <laughs> Except the sign's little. Okay. And kind of up there, out of the way. I didn't see it going in. And if I had seen it going in, I still would have had the same reaction. Knowing about it ahead of time doesn't change anything. And there you go. Now, if anybody else feels the same way, I'd love to hear about it from you. Or even if you don't. <laughs> yes. In fact, I'm going to post, uh, don't put that away. I'm actually going to take a picture of that and I'll put it up on our website. Okay. For this episode. Okay, yeah. No, and if you you disagree with me, that's okay too. I'm used to being disagreed with, uh, at least on some levels. And so that's cool. But, uh, you know, like I said, call it what it is. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And I hope I didn't get serious. Because I didn't mean to be. I mean, I am serious about this, yes. but I'm trying to keep it light here, folks. And humorous. It is humorous to me. So there you go. And that's it for this week. That's it. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am Miss St. Bernie. And now you know what we think about Hollywood baby names should not be directions. <laughs> the return of Twinkies. And by God in heaven, if it's 99 cents, make it 99 cents. If it's a dollar, then make it a fucking dollar. Right. Call it dollar stores. Oh, we can't do that. Somebody already did. Yes. <laughs> Doggone. And now you know. And now you know. See you next week. Bye-bye. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A.D. Burbank Podcast. Or S.A.D. Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh... The show. And see, I came up with more. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.